Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome into another edition of the Five Reasons Podcast. My name is Chris Whittingham. Without Ethan Skolnick today because we want to start taking advantage of our Thursday slash Friday third episode of the week to spotlight some of the podcasts in the Five Reasons Sports Network. We have so many great podcasts, so much great content put out every single week covering all South Florida sports in every variety of form and fashion. And so I want to start to spotlight some of the work that we've been producing lately and bring it to you guys uh, here in the audience. Now we're going to get to an episode of the Fish Tank here momentarily, but before we do, I want to first tell you that this weekend coming out with us, El Clasico, the soccer match between Real Madrid and Barcelona in La Liga. We had a, a cup version earlier this week, the league version, Saturday, 2.45 p.m., we here at the Five Reasons Sports Network, and more particularly the guys over at Cinco Razones, are uh, taking advantage of the opportunity of such a big match that so many people in South Florida are interested in to get together at Footbox in Doral. It's an indoor soccer place, 3508 Northwest 114th Avenue in Doral. $3 beers or three beers for $6 are the specials on the day at Footbox. Or you can also, it's an indoor soccer place, so you can rent a field for an hour for $99. So coming out with a Cinco Rezonas for El Clasico, that is in Doral, 3508 Northwest 114th Avenue. Come check it out. El Clasico, Real Madrid, and Barcelona this Saturday afternoon. But I want to get to our spotlight episode. And today, that centers around the fish tank. Our guys, Seth Levin and OJ McDuffie, the former Miami Dolphins receiver, like to bring through a variety of former Dolphins players and local celebrities in the in the case of this particular episode as Trick Daddy paid a visit. Now, one of the cool things about this episode, beyond its terrific content, is that this episode was also featured on Love and Hip Hop Miami, which airs on VH1. You can check out the clip. We've been uh, sharing it on social, on uh, the social for the Fish Tank, at the Fish Tank 81 on both Instagram and Twitter. So uh, really cool to see Seth and OJ on TV. Trick Daddy came into the studio as well. So uh, check out this interview. It's the Fish Tank with Trick Daddy. Check it out here on the 5 Reasons Sports Network. The new year means different things to each of us, but one thing that all of us can relate to is filing our taxes. That's why for the past 15 years, I've gone to my guy Rob at ARS and Associates for all of my personal and professional accounting needs, especially during tax season. Rob is professional, he's trustworthy, and if there's something that should be on my tax return, he makes sure it's there and does not get overlooked. In addition to personal accounting, the team at ARS handles corporate work, bookkeeping, payroll, and more. So call ARS and Associates now for a free consultation at 305-653-7350 or visit their website at arsaccounting.com that's arsaccounting.com and make sure you mention that the fish tank sent you to get 20 percent off the cost of preparing your tax return start saving now hey juice the only thing better than looking clean is looking clean on your own time no doubt about it big seth and that's why i always call my man ara at a&t dry cleaners anytime i need my clothes laundered or dry clean tell him exactly why 
why you call Aura. Because Auntie offers free pickup and delivery at your home or office, so you've never had the inconvenience of trying to find time to take your dry cleaning somewhere. They bring it to you. That's exactly right, Juice. You can walk into their Fort Lauderdale location, but A&T serves Miami-Dade, Broward, and the Southern Palm Beaches with their convenient pickup and delivery services, which also include alterations, shoe repair, and more. And A&T is a family-owned company, and they've been in business since 1980. 1980. Yeah, and you know what? That means customer service is their priority. So call Aura today at 954-610-9383. That's his personal cell we're giving you. Or you can visit drycleanertoyou.com to start making your life and your dry cleaning a lot easier. And make sure you tell them that the fish tank sent you because Aura, my man, is giving our listeners 50% off your first order. How much? 50. Half, Seth. Half. And 25% off any dry cleaning services after that. A&T Dry Cleaning, the official dry cleaners of the fish tank. You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth Living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice Man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans, number one, one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, I'm up in that fish tank. Welcome back to the Fish Tank. Seth Levitt here on the Five Reasons Sports Network with OJ McDuffie. Juice, how you feeling today, man? What's up, Big Seth? Well, you know, we went next level on them today. Oh, boy, did we. This is a little bit different deal today, but we uh, could not be any happier to have our guests in here today. Little, uh, you know, for Dolphin fans, if you know anything about Miami, uh, if you really and truly know anything about Miami, if you have ever dialed 305 on your phone, <laughs> yeah. then you had to clear it with this man, Trick Daddy, in the house. What's happening, Trick? What they do, Seth? OJ, what's happening? Big Trick. What up, I'm man? glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you're doing this with OJ because he's one of the original doll fans. Nobody better, man. Yeah. Uh, a very stand-up guy. Very professional. Always when you see him. Ain't no scandals involved. <laughs> nah, man. None, no none that we're talking about. And that's hard. And that's hard. Yeah. And like we was talking about earlier, you got to have the right people around you. Always. I'm not famous enough, Trick. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not like you, man. You know? Yeah, I mean, You're the one that's got to really, and, really, really watch every step, right? In my mind, you are. Right. That's and, in my life, to my homeboys and my friends, For it was sure. guys like y'all Tell that motivated trick. us to want to be something. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's an and honor man. right there, man. That's what's up. No doubt. And we don't just have Trick in the house. We cannot go without mentioning our guy Gunplay also joined us here. We're sending, we're sending. Good to have you, yes, man. Pride of Carroll City, for right? Repping sure, Carroll City. Sure. Triple C, City. That's man. it, man. So so listen, guys, uh, I think the, the average fan who really doesn't know is like, well, wait a second. I thought this was a Dolphins podcast. I thought we were going to talk some football here. You know, Trick, you and I go back a little bit. Right. I, I remember you and JT had a photo shoot for ESPN Magazine. They had a music issue. Uh-huh. And I just thought it was, all right, music issue, let's get a, a South Florida guy and JT. And, man, I had no idea, Juice, how big of a Dolphins fan we had here in Trick. And he and JT started, they didn't care about anything other than talking about ball. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this guy's legit. So right. you, you remember that? Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I always tell because, uh, you know, I, I, I do my thing. I have my foundation, Trick Love the Kid Foundation. And believe it or not, you and JT, Pitbull, DJ Khaled, and Udonis Hasm are the only people, and I know a lot of people, yeah. are the only people that have supported my foundation for the last 18 years. From the beginning, man. From the, from day one. And ain't nothing I ain't been able to call 
you uh, uh, JT for as well as Cali and, and Pitt and, and UD. And I appreciate that because when I walked in this this establishment this morning, I know y'all really care about the youth, and that's very important nowadays. Well, that that's also where you guys aligned, and I know OJ does tremendous work with his foundation as well. And, and actually, Gunplay and I were talking. We do our back-to-school shopping deal that you've been to, Trick, right. at, at Old Navy. But Gunplay was there, too. You came out and shopped with the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. I remember that. He showed me the picture. He was like, remember this? I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Back in 09, man. Yeah. That, was, yeah. that wasn't Gunplay. That was a little pistol play. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, pistol play. Yeah, but but you know what? That commitment to young people. So look, y'all are Miami. There's no question. Uh, you know, hip hop. You guys could talk about that. I'm certainly not the guy qualified to. But there's you know there's no doubt about what you guys mean to this community in that regard. But what y'all are doing for young people as well, it only makes sense for JT and I and OJ to to support your work with the foundation through the work that we do. So that's a no brainer. But let's get back and talk about that fandom that you have for the Dolphins. How, how far back does that go? It go back a year before I was born. It's <laughs> going back a minute, man. It go back. My my mom always tell me stories about Larry Little and Ned Moore, and, and I always brag about them like I was there when they was undefeated. The undefeated Dolphins. They're like, that's all y'all gonna say about the undefeated Dolphins. I say, you need to do it, damn it. I don't care how many games it was. I don't care when it happened. I don't care if I saw it. It happened. I researched it. I appreciate it. Those are one of the best accolades that I could account for. For the Dolphins, something that I'm, I'm, I'm always gonna bring it up, so they might as well try to do it. And I'm, I'm Miami everything. Yeah, no question. I'm Miami Heat, Miami Hurricane, Florida Marlins, Panthers, and the U. I don't. I, it's, it's us against everybody else because we're the first multicultural city that I've been to, and I, and I, I know I've, I'm from here, but I've been to. Why I say been to, been to, because the reason why I really appreciate y'all guys for reaching out to the U. The first time I left Miami Dade County was on the bluebird the bluebird is the bus that takes you to prison damn and i was 15 years old a lot of youth are going to leave miami for the first time on a bluebird mm. and you guys have been there to prevent a lot of youth from doing that you know what i'm saying so that's why i say that i've been to but this is the only city in the world i've been to where we have all people from all walks of for, of life people from all ethnic backgrounds people from all upcomings from all religions, we started as a military town. If I if, if I if I did my homework correct, Trick was ready for today. And we came from nothing, from runaway slaves to people just just was escaping the terrible lives in that country to the Maria boat uh, lift mm-hmm. to from all that, and we we got together and we built one of the most beautiful city in the world. But now it's being taken over by investors. Yeah. And if we're not uh, we're not careful, we ain't gonna be able to afford to live here. Yeah, well when it's you say we yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already there. It's getting close now. I'm right? already there, Trick. <laughs> hey Trick, two thousand one Thugs R Us album. Uh-huh. Not just the album, album cover. Right. You know, big hits like I'm a thug and take it to the house. <laughs> There's a you're rocking a jersey on there, and I'm, I'm cool with it because one of my dudes. I could have, I could have, look, I mean, I could have rocked the 81. I could have rocked the 81, but me and 2 9 was two in, nine. me and 2 2 9 and, and, and Calvin Jackson. We was Calvin. in, that's right, we was in Cancun. We were, we was in Cancun, Mexico. When spring break Memorial weekend oh, was popping, and all star cafe. Yes, we single-handedly 
Put, we made everybody in the world say, we want to go to Miami. Right. Them right. dudes hanging out with the NBA, the, the Heat players. They're hanging out with the Marlins players. And he got the Dolphins players with him. And ain't that the same dude, Sam Madison? And then you had Troy Vincent on the other side. And and that's when I first started hating the Buffalo Bills because they would always beat us in the AFC Championship <laughs> game. And they'd get there and get stomped. In the Super Bowl. Right. They get stumped in the Super Bowl, but 2 9 was a close and personal friend of mine. And, 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 and that's how I rep. This year, I'm going to be rocking that Frank Gore jersey. That's I'm probably right. going to be the only one rocking it. Couldn't I wait for that one, could you? What? That's, I want the orange one, yes, Frank. Sir. If you listening, I need the orange one. Yeah, somebody get Frank on the phone now. But that's really cool, man. And, and I'm glad OJ brought that up because, you know, I was working for the team at that point in PR. And the guys I worked for were a little bit older, a little, well, not that I'm so cool, but a little less cool. And <laughs> And, you know, so that everything for them was traditional media. And then that album drops and you're rocking a Dolphins jersey. And I was like, tell, do you guys understand how big this exactly. is? That we're reaching people beyond just the people that can afford $200 tickets to come right. to the stadium. Like if Trick is wearing a 2-9 jersey, a Miami Dolphins jersey, and I see Gunplay, you're nodding your head. You're a kid in Carroll City at that point, right? You know, I mean, that stadium's right around the corner yep, from you. Yep, yep. That, that's yeah, hold be a on. I ain't that old now. <laughs> 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 but the point, I mean, that. You know, if you grew up in certain neighborhoods and people don't always embrace the Dolphins. No. But then when you put that jersey on and, and rock it on that album, I, I mean, that's huge for the franchise. Uh, and I don't think they embraced it. Initially. Another thing was, another thing, here was the main thing. The song now, growing up in Miami, a lot of people don't 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 know Michael Sterling across the world. A lot of people know Betty Wright, legendary, and they know Luke, but they don't realize that we grew up in the same ghettos. Betty Wright and Luke is from the Poker Bean Projects as well as me. Okay, we embraced every genre of music. Mm -hmm. We every artist, East Coast, West Coast, Bay Area. Up north, Midwest, we played it, and we liked it, we loved it, and we embraced it. They didn't do that for us. When I dropped Nam, I made him play our record on Hot 9-7 in New York. I made him play Nam, and they went berserk. And I said, you know what? Every time I go to the store when I'm out of town, they don't sell no dolphin gear, right. nothing. You go in our malls, and we got everybody gear. They're going to respect this. And I rocked the jersey, and they've and they been talking about it ever since. That was huge, oh, man. Yeah, boy. Did you go get yours? Go play? Did you run out and get a jersey? Of course, you know. Uh, yeah, I had jerseys. I had a bunch of jerseys. It was the fake ones, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't the one with hey, the stitches. Man. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it was the paint on. You know what I'm saying? Three hey, times that, the cost when you got the stitches. That's man. it. Hey, but that's the league's problem, man. That's you were right. repping the colors, and that's I think right. for the team yeah, and to have so, that fan base here in South Florida, I, I think that. that that was huge. Believe that was absolutely that. huge. And then that was the first opportunity for, I think, people to realize, oh, man, this guy really is down with the team, and then maybe we should pay more attention to this team a few years later. And this is, this is actually a great conversation to have since we're sitting here at That's this right. table <laughs> in the middle of our own game. But you had to bet that video. Right. Yeah, and uh, and and Miami again was well. Re I mean, Miami's always well represented, but Miami sports were well represented in the bet that and video. The Heat players and my main man Shannon Crowder. Oh, man. Shannon Crowder, and we, you know the dance he do. We call that the car wash. <laughs> Shannon is an old Shannon. Of course, I'm older than Shannon, but he went he went to college at, at the Gators with the Pouncey Twins. Yes, he did. And, and Hernandez, and, and from that great squad right <laughs> there, from from, from 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 that great squad, and we had. We had some twins that went to Miami South Ridge. That's my alum. Everybody think I went to the West. Yeah, no. why is that? Because I grew, up in the Poker, up, I grew up in the Poker Bean Projects, and 
I got in trouble. And back then, it's two things you couldn't do when you lived in the project. Your mama couldn't have no man staying with her. So mm. that's the reason why a lot of youth grow up without their fathers right. in the ghetto. Mm. And a lot of people don't know that. And the second thing is, your son can't get in no trouble or he got to go stay with somebody else. And I had to go back and move back down south for my daddy. So I ended up going to South Ridge. But we used to go to we used to go to uh, UF all the time to go to the step shows, Blue and White Weekend, and the twins was hanging out with, with Channing. We got cool with Channing and the Ponzi twins and all that. And he was so much a country boy, red hair with freckles, <laughs> but so much like us. Yeah. His own person, his own swag. He he wasn't he he, he never looked down on nobody. He always looked up to people. And, and, and that's how me and Channing became like brothers. You know what I'm saying? You know, Trick, a lot of guys that we've had in there from Gainesville that, you know, with the school in Gainesville, they think they do a big, man. They don't do it as no, big as they do no, it and down no, here. And, and, small and, town and, bigs, what they doing? And Seth know that. Right. <laughs> and like, that's the one I'm really talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Seth, no doubt. They don't do But, you know, Gainesville is, is really, put it this way. In Miami, we get to the club at two. Right. In Gainesville, you, you better it. be out of the club. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you talk about Channing and you talk about uh, the clubs in Gainesville. Yeah, you know, nothing's like Miami with the clubs and the right. schedule and the time. Right. But Channing was on this podcast. And and I think there's a good reason, Juice, that they shut those clubs down at 2 a.m. Because yeah. Channing shared a story with us about a nightclub where he cleared it out. Next thing you know, he's fighting six dudes. And then there's police on on horses on chasing them yeah, and the yeah. whole deal. So is that how you rolled when you went up there and hung of, out? In of, Gainesville? Course, of course, it, 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 of course, those were my of friends. Course. But here's the difference. Here's the difference. One thing I could say, I, and you know, there's a lot of things came up with the in the Hernandez trial when they was talking about all the trouble he got into in college and the difference between Miami and Gainesville and in Tallahassee and in other cities, they take up and they cover up for their players and they protect their players. Our police, our our citizens, our news reporters, they want to make our players in South Florida look like these criminals, look like these thugs. But this is what these are young guys. And young people do certain things. Young people fight when they first, they, they just started, they just became of age to drink if they was 21. Yes. You know, nobody right. never talked about that. But it seemed like every time a player from UM or the Dolphins got pulled over for the, by the police, instead of them saying, okay, listen, man, you such and such, man. You play for the Dolphins, man. Call you a driver. I'm going to wait on you. you. You don't need to drive like this. I don't want to take you to jail. But no, put your hand behind your back. I'm the one that arrests OJ. You know, right. that, it's right. like, like they waiting for that moment, like, but up there in Gainesville, you would have never heard that story if Channon wouldn't have told you that story. Right. Because there was a lot of cover up in those schools. And I I like the fact that they protected their players. Right. Because you teach them things now. They wasn't they didn't they didn't they didn't cover up rapes and and, 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 and you know bad things that I know of, but the, the little minor shit that young dudes is going to get into, I think they protected them well, and I think we should protect our athletes starting off by keeping the right people around them because these people are who you're selling jerseys, making money off of. These people is drawing your fans who you're making money off of. These people are selling your tickets who you're making money off of, right. and you're not paying them nothing, and you're looking at it like, oh, you owe us. No, they don't owe you. And you know what else, Trick? They got to realize where a lot of these kids come from, you know? And um, they come from some tough situations. Yeah. You know, talk about I mean, you, you, where, where you grew up, you know, where a lot of us grew up, you know, in single-parent homes. 
And then they end up going to Gainesville or places like that where they become superstars all of a sudden. Right. You know, and they're still kids like you talked about. You know, and, and that's one of those things where they got an opportunity now. They can they can turn out, you know, and that's what they do a lot of times. But you said it best, man. If it's minor stuff, if they get arrested like they talk about the kids down here, it can ruin their whole lot. Yeah. You know, one whereas a, an ordinary student gets arrested, you know, at, at Gain, Gainesville or Tallahassee, they can still go and be doctors, lawyers, whatever they want to be. But you can ruin an athlete's life by just putting him on that, that ticker tape on the bottom of ESPN. All of a sudden, it's a bad apple. So they should look out for the guys a little bit better. Now. For example, Ezekiel Elliott got in trouble his sophomore year in, co- sophomore year in college. He got penalized by the NFL, NFL two years later for well, something that college didn't even penalize him for. And he got suspended. Yeah, I mean, the NFL and the way that they're picking and choosing how they you know enforce their rules and, and their punishment is something that's called into question frequently and and I think that's something they're continuing to work on. And, and what you're saying makes some sense to some degree, Trick, but then who's going to be the person that sits there and says, well, this crime is okay and this crime is not? I mean, somebody's got to evaluate that and determine I, I think you know, to what degree. And, the, and who the makes co- that decision? The coaches and administrators and the people that you put to put in place because you're making a lot of money. These schools are making a lot of money. The guys that's not there on scholarship, Florida State, UM, and UF are not cheap schools to go to. No, sir. Been there. You have hundreds of thousands of students. And everybody that don't leave college with a with a with a uh, a athletic or academic scholarship, they leave with a bill. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) a A whole lot of bills. Yeah, they leave with a bill. (laughs) So that that means they're constantly making money. Put people in place other than Nevin Shapiro's. Well. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, those guys should not be anywhere near the kids. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. And I don't think it's a I don't think it's a problem for me as a person to sponsor a kid. Make sure he have the new joy. Define sponsor. Right. I mean, make sure he have a new joy. Right. Man. Make sure he keep the PD head clean. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> hey, make, you know what, Trick Man? So, so many people think that once a kid gets a scholarship. You know, what else they got to complain about? You know, but a lot of times you, you got, got a scholarship, you got you no got money no in your pocket, can't eat, can't do anything. You're on the outside looking in all the time with a scholarship. They say you can't you go grateful. visit. You, you got to get around. You can't go visit your parents right. if you're not from here. And a lot of kids from here are leaving now because there's so much violence going on in the inner city. They just want to get away from it. They just want to they want to be alive right. by the time they become successful. So with, with that being said, okay. Let let me sponsor them with no screens attached, and don't let me get on the stand or, or or get in front of the jury and say, okay, I did this and I did that for him and I did that for him and I did that for him, and then you penalize the kid for accepting something that they did nothing illegal to get, something that the school allowed them to get, some that so, and, and this happens a lot. They say LeBron was driving, LeBron was driving a brand new Hummer in high school. Does that surprise you? No, they're <laughs> supposed to make sure you had something to drive. Right, right. Somebody was making an investment. Had to give him A to B, point. man. Yeah. Well, in, in, in a Hummer, yeah. In a Hummer, that big, was necessary. Big dude, man. Yeah. Well, so that's dude. the point, though, right? So, like, yeah, like these guys, uh, the fact that someone is making millions of dollars selling jerseys that's rocking a number of a guy that can not go out and buy McDonald's and can't ask for that money, right. that, that is a legitimate concern. But at the same time, does he need to be driving a Hummer? You know, and so it's like, how do you police and how do you determine what are those, you know, there's a gray area there and what are those boundaries? 
And I know I'm looking at the three of you guys, and you're looking at me like, shut nah, the they hell got up. Uber. They got Uber now. So. Yeah, well, there you go, man. They go, Gunplay. They got Uber. But, 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 who's credit card that Uber go? Uber Lux. Yeah. Yeah. Excel yeah. and shit. You find out. You got, <laughs> they, don't want, they don't want. You find out anybody grease your palms. Now. It's, it's all about yeah. the person that's always the, the tattletale. It's all about the person that's. The whistleblower. The whistleblower. It's all about him now. It's all about social media. See, the problem with the world is not what goes on in the world. It's what is being accepted in the world. We need to go back to morals. I think every family needs to start in their own households. I think at least twice a week, you need to eat dinner at a certain time. Mm -hmm. I think you need to be off your cell phone and off your computer at a certain time. I think at least once a week. You can come over to my house and talk to my kids, man. (laughs) Because it's like, you know what the problem was? We came up so hard and our parents were so strict because how hard they had it. So we wanted to make sure our kids didn't struggle the way we struggled. And we handicapped them while doing that. Can't argue with that. No morals. You ask your kid, who's your favorite actor? They're going to tell you a fine, pretty attractive female. That's all they're going to know. Right. They don't have a favorite rapper, a favorite singer, because they come every month. They're going to switch on it. They don't have a favorite color no more. A lot of them don't even know their horoscope signs if they're 15 and younger. We, we, we don't have morals no more as Americans, as people of America, because I believe no matter what your background is, what your bloodline is, if you live here or was born here, you're an American. And all of us should feel, think, and respect each other in the same way. And I just think that there's no more tradition. It, it used to be Thanksgiving. You talk about where you're gonna spend your Christmas. They started kicking. They started with kicking God out of school and all that. And, right. And, and, no and, religion. And, and, and no religion and all that. And then once you and, once you ta- once you once you get rid of the religion, then what else you got? It's just mayhem. It's because just because religion was the first way that they used to control people and separate people. This is Still. what I believe. But. All at the end of the day, all of them believe in the same thing. Religion is big business, man. All of them believe in the same thing. Then you have this. Then you this is what you have to remember. Stacking it up there. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah this is how I was in a bet that video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see that. I see and, that. Uh, with, with, with that being said, it's like everybody's they called me out. They they had a lot of killings in Liberty City last month, month before last, and they called me out on live. Trick, you supposed to be representing 305. You don't love in hip hop. You this and that. You trick, you need to come out here. We need you out here to protest. I called the dude that had me on live. I said, listen here, boy. Them same parents who you walking with, they kids is the shooters because they doing things we couldn't do. I don't eat this. I don't eat that. They been raised off McDonald's and Burger King and Popeye's. They, they parents don't know. They, 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 they on the phone three, four at night. They playing a video five, five hours. They ain't outside playing. You know, our mama put us out, OJ. Boy, go outside and play. You got to get out the house. Don't go in my refrigerator four or five times. I can have the kids over miles of the summer, and I tell them, don't go in my refrigerator. They still going to go in my refrigerator. <laughs> I feared my mama. My mama was the devil. Don't play with her. She going to kill you. That's in my mind. I feared my mama. I feared the police. Now, these kids, they don't have more. You need to know. I said, the same people you out there protesting with, they need to go home. They need to call all their kids if they can find them. And they need to start there. Let's have one day where everybody know where their kids at, and let's see how many people get killed. Right. That's a good place to start. Right. Well, morals, ethics, and family right. values right here from Trick Daddy on the Fish Tank. We're going to take a quick break, try and uh, pay a few bills of our own here, and be right back with Trick and Gunplay. Hey. This is Parrish from the Light Skin Opinions Podcast. 
And if you haven't been listening to our show, you've been missing stuff like this. Better, uh, better super light skin or white buddy on your team. Tyler Johnson, right? Or the little dude who played backup point guard for, for the Sixers. <laughs> What's the <laughs> name? Uh, McConnell? Yes. Nah, I, I, I'll McConnell. go with Tyler Johnson. Yeah, him, yeah John, I got I'm taking McConnell. Really? Hell yeah, McConnell's nah. strong, dog. And he look he looked like one of them all right dudes. He looked like it, but he's strong. He don't yeah, turn man. the ball over. I don't like Johnson, but I don't really like McConnell. Either. But you put the ball in McConnell's hands. He comes off the bench for Philly, and he handles their whole team when he's in the game. Like it runs through him. He's the he's the legit. I can't PG. rock with that haircut, man. Ah, uh, y'all some haters on the on, even on though the floor. even though TJ got some f-ed up haircuts too. TJ got bad teeth and everything. He looked like yeah, a, he looked like an Amish. Hoodlum. That one changed my vote. I'm going McConnell. Yeah, let's go McConnell. Hey. Join me, Alf, and Chris every week on the Light Skinned Opinions Podcast, only on the Five Reasons Sports Network. So this interview was originally recorded back in August, and we had to wait until the Love and Hip Hop episode aired before we could post this podcast. With that said, and while it's not quite timely now, Trick Daddy had very interesting analysis on the Dolphins quarterback situation, their current quarterback, who is still Ryan Tannehill, and who he thought they should have selected in last year's NFL draft. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Take a listen now. Welcome back to the show. The Fish Tech Studios here with Trick Daddy, my man Gunplay, Big Seth yeah. over there. Trick, you talked a lot about the, the guys in the past, you know, the your two nines, Sam Madison and Channing Crowder. You know, I know you're a big Dolph fan. You talk about how much you love South Florida and everything. What are your current thoughts about this current team that's led by Adam Gase and, uh, you know, uh, quarterback Ryan Tannehill? What are your current thoughts on this team? And, we got uh, a quarterback? We do, yeah, we do have a quarterback. He's back. He's back. Oh, okay. He's back. No? We have he's the backup. No, no, he's starter. He's starting again. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I like Tannehill as a person. For what we need in today's NFL, I don't believe that Tannehill is just. I don't know if it's the system, you know, because a lot of time, a lot of good football players, like for instance, uh, Johnny Football, mm-hmm. and of course your alumni. Yeah, yeah, I know where you're going with this. It, it, it's like T-Ball and, Tan- and, and, and Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel. I love to see them play because they were not just quarterbacks. They was athletes. They did whatever it took to win the game. Ryan's an athletic cat, though. I mean, he's he's sneaky I, well, athletic. I man. need to put him at wide receiver or tight end. <laughs> you don't want him throwing the rock. 
I would have drafted Jackson. Lamar I would have Lamar Jackson. This I would have drafted the Ravens. I, I, he threw a pick for um, the Hall of Fame game, but they're gonna be picks thrown. Yeah, and my favorite, car- my picks. favorite quarterback in the world is the is the is the throw the prettiest pick six ever, and that's Danny Marino. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see, I'm sure he's honored right OJ, now. <laughs> when I see you make that cut and that ball ain't there. And when I see that cornerback hit, I say he did it again. Hey, and Danny's not going to chase anybody down either. He, he ain't he chasing nobody down. Yeah, we'll not, get this one back. And he not apologize. That's right. He not apologize. No. But I, I still, I don't know nobody who could put that ball through that one and chunk that thing like Dan Marino with the half a block that we had. No, it was sick. Yeah, with yeah. the half a block we yeah. had. Yeah. But Tannehill. I, I I pray that we can make it, I, but I doubt that we're gonna. I doubt if he's gonna start the whole year. Why is that? I don't think he's got what it takes. What we're trying to be. I'm 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 out of the aspect that everybody thinking that to a team owner, football is just a profit or an investment. As a fan, I've been living a quite a long time, and I believe it's time for me to experience at least an AFC championship game at the least. We'd all love to see that. But I just think with a different type of quarterback, with a different type of system, I could name a lot of wide receivers that came here and stuck up the place and like Wallace. (laughs) Wallace, you was at Pittsburgh doing your thing. You come in, you dropping these balls. But nothing hurt me worse than to see a man five yards ahead of the defender and Tannehill throw, overthrow him seven yards. <laughs> one plus one equals two in every country, not just America. Right? Can't argue right. that. The only the only thing I like is the fact that they brought my main man, my nephew, my little brother, Frank Frank Gore, and Frank is going to tote that ball. I think we're all excited yeah, to and, see. And, it. and he and and if you ask any corner, if he coming off the edge. You ask any corner, they don't want to tackle that Geechee. Right. <laughs> it hurts to tackle them dudes like that. Right. I bet it does. Hey, they'll tackle the first time, but the second and third time is, you we know. We picked up a nice tight end. Yep. Our only problem to me, we made is we made the playoffs the year before last. Before then, I don't remember. Last year, it's we didn't make it. been a minute. Our problem that I recognize for the last 15 years is we can't cover the tight end. Now, I don't know if y'all know I was that much into football, but. Totally. People yeah, watch. Yeah, we knew. People people like football and watch football, but I watch the field. I watch when there's a flag thrown. I tell my homeboy, "That's holding, man." You're making I, the calls, right? I'm making the calls. You wearing a striped jersey? And I'm, I'm watching this. I'm wa- I'm watching this, right? Yeah. And we have to chip the the tight end. We have to chip the tight end, especially well, Trish, maybe the one you need on to go the out strong side. Practices, man. Right. Juice, can you put in a call? Well, we get- I, I think I think that's a, he's got a great point there. Every NFL team now, it's all about the tight end that can the run. Tight end, you know, your Gronkowski's, your your Kelsey's, your Ertz, all those Grunk, guys right and there. First of all, Gronk need Gronk is illegal. Right. <laughs> if he Gronk, either need to play for the Dolphins or they need to kick him out the league yeah. because nobody can't cover. <laughs> so if he was in Miami, he'd be legal. Yes, yeah. he'd be okay. legal. Because uh, my uh, my uh, chronic always say they need to test Cameron Wake. Yeah. <laughs> that boy a beast. Yeah, yeah, he is. I saw him running the other day, man. He he, he he's faster than all the young cats. Man, we got still we got, we got Sue. I never seen Sue play so soft in my life until he came here. We got Joey Porter. 
I never seen him play so raggedy in my life. We always go get this. We always go get this trash that's on the way out the door. Answer this though, Trick. You think South Florida's a problem? I was just you know ask you think that. that you know these they guys, go they come South, and see these yeah, girls. It, and it changes their whole attitude. Everything y'all have been rapping about. Are you guys making it, it a little it's, too it's enticing well, for well, you? They call it fellatio, and, that, and, and I don't know if <laughs> I can say that on the radio. But <laughs> we right. in the hood, I call it a neck bone sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> they need to ease up on the neck bone sandwich because that neck bone. Pedro can't hold. We in the middle of a podcast. Would you please explain that to Pedro? <laughs> Saved by the camera. Hey, I want to play out this hand because I. I is, it, is it on me? What do we got? How much are these? One, five. Tongue, you want to play tongue oh, instead? Play tongue now. Wait a minute, Chef. Yeah, play Did tongue. you deal his hand? I didn't deal the hand. Oh, okay. Why are you looking at your cards? I'm ready to see the turn card. You guys need water or anything? No, we need to roll. Yes. I'm gonna see the turn card here. Okay, let's see. I like my hand. <laughs> yeah. How we doing, Charlie? I got my first ball right there. JT back. I got that ball with Sam Madison had them uh, three picks or four picks. Yeah. I got that ball too. That's awesome. Man, Sam was argue, but I took it. I told him I had to boost him up to do good in the game. I said, boy, if you was like Troy Vincent, but I need you to get me. <laughs> oh, I bet he didn't like that. I bet he didn't like that shit. Hey, that's how hey, that's how I came in the league, man. With Troy on my team. That's how I got. That's how I got to where I was, man. Going to get some dudes to practice. Yeah. Him and JB. Man, they put the hands on you, man. You can't Maybe. get off of that, man. Yeah. You go into regular games, man. You got some bums out there after that. I'm sure, you know, when those guys had Pat, Sam, and T-Buck, oh. I bet that was... T-Buck is going to run with you, but yeah. Pat and Sam put his hands <laughs> no, on you. They put the hands <laughs> I can't wait to hear. Let's go. As soon as we record, I'm going to tell you what T-Buck's <laughs> nickname is. All right. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> No, not no, not. <laughs> All right, we, <laughs> we came back at you, Trick. Now he he slid it in there too. All right, so we're good. Everybody, cameras are good. Everybody's good. Okay, let's go. But yeah, Trick. So I mean, are the things that you guys have been rapping about that you talk about that we see in the videos? Those things are happening in Miami, right? Gunplay. I see you not oh, in your head. Oh, for sure, for sure. Believe that. Is that? Do you think that that you know you, these guys come in? You see them be great players in Detroit or in Wisconsin. When they get to Miami, is that impacting what's happening on the field? I know for a fact. We even gave Marcus Vick a chance. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That boy was, man, social media <laughs> wasn't even big. That boy was <laughs> fighting and running and domestic. I'm like, I'm like, dog, you can't do that. I'm like, you can't do that. You can't do that. I'm saying this ain't the place for it. That's just like. BMF coming to Miami, call themselves running from the feds. No, you ran into the feds. <laughs> to the feds. Yeah. Yeah, like, bro. you can't, you know, it, 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 they just didn't understand that. Our clubs close at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. If they close, yeah. If they close. Right. Now. Oh, we got somewhere to go after that. Yeah. Always, always somewhere to go. Yeah. Well, so Every I, day of the week. I'm glad you say that, Juice. So now you guys don't know this, but there are a couple guys on this team Juice was really good at this now. <laughs> Those clubs, as you said, will close four, five, six o'clock. And they o'clock. go straight to practice. Have to be a meetings at what time, Juice? Eight. By eight. So you go straight straight to the training room. Yeah. Go go lay down for a minute. Don't go home. OJ will find that song. You'll be late. But that's where, right, and, and Juice, you can talk about this. But yeah. to me, that's where you would find, it wasn't that certain guys just weren't going. Right. 
that certain guys could do that, but there was only a few that could pull that off, and you were everything, one of those guys. Everything ain't for everybody. Right. And I didn't care. That's what I, You it know is. what? I don't care what your lifestyle is. Show up. Yeah. Be on time for practice. Be on time to go to work because my check, your, your playoff check, it all depends on, you know, people showing up. Yeah. If, you, if you come in from the club and you can't go, you can't go to work, then that's a problem. But there are some guys that can be out all night and then work hard all day on, you know, on the field, in the classroom. But then some of them dudes are still the same dudes at the sleeping meetings. You know what I mean? And coaching went over it a bunch of times. But all I care about, Trick, show up on Sunday, show up on Monday night, Thursday night, whatever. Just show up. Because y'all, y'all, y'all off on Tuesdays, off correct? Off every Tuesday, yes. See, I know that. <laughs> you had Monday some night's a big night for a lot of them dudes. Yes, Monday, Monday night's night a big night. night. <laughs> That's right. We go to Fat Black Pussycat. You better Let's believe go. it. Let's go. You trip. better believe it, baby. You better believe you know it. know it. I never got it. invited to those. Nah. I don't know why. In the man. back alley, man, that place yeah. was stacked. It was Prince Club. Yep. Yeah. It was off the chain. It was stacked. Now, I'm sure now, I want to ask y'all a question. And I know this y'all show and everything. Go for it, man. How do y'all feel about the Richie Incognito situation mm. <laughs> when a 300-something pound boy got bullied by another 300-something pound man? Because if you 300 pound and I'm 300 pound and you crying, you the boy and I'm the man. I'm going to turn I, the juice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? This uh, It's an interesting situation. I thought that um, you know Richie and, and JM, I'll, I'll leave it at JM, I thought they had a, a, just a different relationship. I thought Richie thought, and I think Jonathan thought, that they were cool the way they talked to each other. Right. You know, Richie ain't going to talk to Cam Wake like that. You know, exactly. some of them other cats in the locker room like that, but he knew his audience. Right. You know, so I thought, and I got in trouble a little bit on radio myself for saying, you know, I thought Jonathan should have popped him in the mouth if he had a problem. He was big you know? enough. And everybody's talking about, oh, you can't do that in the workplace. This ain't the regular workplace, man. I call, I call a locker room like a glorified prison. You know, I mean, you shower like prisoners. Everybody's walking around. There's a bunch of alpha males in there walking around, you know, naked or half naked. You got to man up in the locker room. It's like, you know, any other situation. And I don't think Jonathan did that. And I'm not, you know, I'm not condoning bullying. That's because everybody's going to say, oh, OJ's like, you know, go ahead. You, you can bully people. I don't know if it was bullying. I thought that Jonathan should have manned up in the locker I, room. I, I, I believe and I feel that Jonathan Martin, and I could say his name, I feel that he wanted out. And that, and he used Richie Incognito as an escape, a scapegoat, and, and a way out. Can y'all tell me what happened, man? Because it's okay. Good. They were they were homeboys. They they were homeboys. Yeah. Both of them was three hundred pound plus offensive plus. lineman for the Dolphins. And yeah. if I'm not mistaken, Martin was bigger than Cognito, even okay. though Cognito was more cut up and had tattoos. Okay. <laughs> and Cognito. Was the Caucasian or Spanish? I don't know. Not Spanish. Okay. Uh, Jewish or something. I don't know if he's Jewish. He's a white guy. Big white guy. Okay. But Martin was the Negro. (laughs) And he went to the NFL, to the coaches, and to the police, saying he's been bullied and got the man kicked off the team, fined, and suspended. Nah, he ain't do that, bro. But everybody stepped up. The people who wasn't scared stepped up and said, listen, they played like this. Because one thing I know, there's somebody in every locker room that's not going to allow the weaker man to be bullied. Yeah, I know that for a fact. There's somebody in every locker room, on every job, on every corner, in every neighborhood, every block that is not going to just go say, leave the little man alone. Yeah. Well, I think that was part of the issue, though. And, and, and I wasn't there. So, you know, I'm just I read it just like you guys did. And, and Juice, you can speak to this. I, I get it. Stick up for yourself. Alpha males. This is a professional football. But does there come a point in time where someone has to say, well, wait a minute, maybe 
maybe it's going too far. Maybe this dude never is going to step up. And so, like, like we're not accomplishing everything. Well, I think he was giving it back some. You know, yeah, I, 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 it, that, was, it wasn't just a one way. So it was going. Straight. You're saying it was going back, it was and, going forth back and, and forth. It was yeah. a lot of it was a lot of things that Martin initiated. Yeah, you yeah. look at the text messages back and forth with each other. It was it was going back and forth. Yeah, but, so. but, 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 but but there have been some things that have come out of, uh, after that, right? Subsequently, some really serious things that he's Correct. dealing with. Mental there might issue. be some mental illness there, mental and, and and which which is a whole other set of issues that maybe get ignored in that kind of an environment. Correct. And I think that's the larger conversation, really. That's a tough deal in the locker room a lot of times, man. And you got a guy that. You know, you, you know that it's, it's not mentally tough to be in there, right? Because uh, that's what I think. That's more than anything. Everybody's physically talented, I think, in those locker rooms. Most of them have are, to, but, to get to that but, point. But the mental part of it, you know, the grind, you know, the ragging, it goes on daily, all day. You know, and in that locker room, you, you, I, I got look, I got taped up by like six dudes my that's rookie a good year. Story. That's a good story. You know, I got taped up by six dudes my rookie year, and they threw me in the cold tub. About ten minutes before we had to and go to you, the meeting, and you and right now you probably at the biggest point of your life. You was a, a you was frail. You was my side, right? Because when I first met you, I was like, "Dude, catching the ball, get here!" Yeah, Juice gets man, heated though. Now Juice gets heated. I said, "Man, he." I said, "That's a stud." I said, "What up, boy? My side, boy? You see the big dudes that hit him come across that middle?" And I know a lot of receivers. Randy Moss ain't come across no middle. No, he didn't want, it, but he didn't have to though. Right, you know, he run by you on the outside. But they told you, run you want nine. some of this? Would you go across gotta, that middle? Got to come get it. Yeah, yeah. you got to go get it, man, and take these hits. You know. Yeah. But you know what though? I had a great quarterback that took care of me too. You're right. You know, some of these quarterbacks, man, they, they yeah, throw key, you high they, and yeah. wide and over the middle, and that's when you lose your chin. But you know? what about the soft play nowadays? Yeah. I was taught. And I didn't play football long, but I played for Tacosi. The, the players who played for Tacosi was from the Village, Edison Project, sixty first. And the poker beans, okay? These were the ultimate thugs growing up in Liberty City. Our color was Halloween colors, orange and black. They taught us to lead with the two screws in your helmet and make contact to their chest. They taught us as a a running back to lower your your head and run them over if he's close enough where you can't fake them out. All these things is illegal now. Right. And they got a play call. They got a they got a the most serious penalty called hitting a defenseless receiver. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So you mean all those windmills? I don't see people get hit. Bam! Spin yeah, around. Matt Morris. You're so, not buying it. Uh, uh, first of all, a wide receiver is an offensive player, so he gonna always be defenseless. I don't know. You ever seen and, and, and what happened to you? Never he hear just this talk no about. He just talk about Frank Gore. Now Frank Gore is never defenseless, yeah. right? right? He's always lowering the ball. You never gonna hear. You ain't gonna hear this no more. Ooh, <laughs> they done took that out of the game. Not from that big hit. It is all that tipping on the sideline, and you better go out of bounds. Yeah. The way I was taught, you better go out of bounds, or you gonna eat that 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 Gatorade Kool Aid, that Kool Aid or that Gatorade. You gonna eat that. You gonna eat that whole stand over there if you don't go out of bounds. Yeah. Not anymore. No, they changed the whole rules. It it, 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 it don't make no sense. So you you talked about the incognito uh, situation with Jonathan Martin. Um, There's some other social issues that that the league is facing right now. Uh, I think we all know what they are. And and for whatever reason, they've reached the highest of levels in in our country with their president talking about what's happening on the sidelines instead of uh, He don't know. uh, He don't know nothing. He don't know nothing. And it's a shame that I'm a convicted felon. I could not vote against him. Because I think my vote and a lot of other convicted felon votes could have helped. I don't know how he won. I, even the people that put him in position, I think that they are embarrassed 
themselves. They're going to turn on him. But the thing you're talking about is the kneeling. Yeah, the kneeling and guy, certainly the kneeling and just, I I think, the protesting and and social justice becoming a conversation in sports. I think there's there's a a, a faction of people that are saying, hey, we just want to play, but we want to watch people play ball. What was the the, the woman that said to LeBron, shut up and dribble, which is uh, absurd to say that. But what, what is your thought about athletes having that opportunity and that platform to speak out about things that are happening in the community? I think this. I think the woman could say what she want to say as a fan. Fans patronize the game. Fans criticize the game. That's going to always be like that. If I'm a fan of, I love talking about Florida State. I hate them. (laughs) I hate the Dallas Cowboys. We've heard that. I hate them. I talk about them. I talk about them bad. I lie on them when I'm talking about them. <laughs> you hate them that much. That's but as a journalist, is there a responsibility? I hate them because they're good. Kobe Bryant, I don't care how good you is. You want to be Jordan, and you. And the only stat I know about you, you missed the most shots in NBA history. That means you're a ball hog. I hate them. But as far as people uh, expressing their views, mm-hmm. I think that is Kopernick. I think he got the bad end of the deal. Colin Kaepernick got yeah. the Kaepernick, bad end. Yeah, Co- yeah. We call him Kopernick. Kopernick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he got the bad end of the stick because I actually put him in one of the top five. And I know we're gonna do the top five for we. I had put I had him in one of my top five quarterbacks for a long time because the, the dude's very athletic and, and he's a very he, he always been a humble person, but. To know the history, and I can say certain things that you can't say, and you can say certain things that I can't say. Even comedians, the the, the best joke that a comedian told was a racist joke back in the day. They can't do that no more. But I can say this. I'm tired of the Jesse Jacksons and the Al Sharptons of the world because they're making it, they're making other people look like that they're trying to be like them. And when I say like them, and I don't use the phrase Uncle Tom Tom because Uncle Tom is taking out of character. Uncle Tom was Obviously, and actually opposite of what people think that Uncle, Uncle Tom was. He was different than that. So those dudes that's pleading and praying for attention, they make it bad for the people that are really protesting and really doing things that they believe in. And I think that if we're in America, remember what I said, if you live here or born here, you are an American. Right. I think our First Amendment and the rest of them, and I don't know how many of them really – is true. Maybe three or four of them that they really respect the amendments. And I don't think it was nothing wrong with this dude kneeling. I remember when they didn't sing before the game. When they didn't right. sing the anthem. Right. Right. But now you're bringing these guys out and you're saying that they, First Amendment rights, they, they have the they have the right to kneel or to stand. You're right. And then when you get, when you, it, 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 it's like this. Football is like a brotherhood, like you were saying, OJ. When you're in that locker room, there's certain things that you're going to do. You never went to the to the league and tell them or to the coaches, hey, they tied me up. I don't like that. These dudes now, half of these dudes that's, right. that's blowing the whistle, they sorry. They ain't going to be there anyway. I went to the meeting ready to fight them all. That, and that's, that's the, what I was And, and that I made you right. the man you are today. Right. That made you understand. That made you able to go in front of the kid. You got some nice diamonds in that earring, too. That made you, <laughs> they, they, they made you want to go in front of the kids, and, 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 and you, had, you got a story to tell now. Something that motivates people. Right. Because if you ain't been through nothing, I'm not interested in all these new rappers. For real. Because go they are killers. Man. They are drug dealers. They rich. They on their fifth album and they still drug dealers. You lying. Right, right. You're making kids think that this is easy. This is the easy way out. That's not true. If I can stand up, and this is something 
that Copernic, and I know it's, I know it's real. We'll go with Copernic. Okay, I know it's real. I just wanted the listeners it's to know. that Copernic, I think, took the bad rap for. Now, I Adrian Peterson spanked his son. If that was a problem, my mama would have got the electric chair. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Nobody. Everybody be in trouble. Everybody and all be in our trouble. parents would be in jail because <laughs> that's what authority came in, punishment. I love that family values keep coming back right. into the conversation. Yes, I think that's great that, that, about that's you, Trick. That's very important. And that, and that's, what, that's what's wrong with America. We don't have morals no more. Trick, I think also, I think that they changed the narrative with the whole kneeling thing. Right. You know, right they've got it all confused, you know, disrespecting the military and the police. And, that don't have you know, nothing to do you know, with the military. The military but, more but, than but, listen to the, but listen to the anthem and the words and the correct. lyrics, man. Correct. I mean, it's just off rip. That's, that's, that, come on, man. And, and they like, brought like, they, and, a, and a lot of people knew or heard of it, but ignored it. But when they when they when they came on the when they made it this big thing, it opened the eyes of other people, and it made it. Now it made it. Now they spit it down the middle. But we're having the conversation, right? And isn't that part of it? Is to initiate these conversations. And, and I don't think nobody and, should be punished about what they believe. Let's talk about it, right? You don't fire the man. You don't blackball the man. Because I know damn well it's 20 teams in a league that Copernic. <laughs> <laughs> that Copernic could quarterback better than they quarterback. And 32 well, could a whole back other up. Conversation. And 32 right. teams he could, could start, be the backup He could start for, for us and back up for right. us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we know, how you, we know what you think about Ryan Tannehill. Man. But who – let's talk about, you know, since the year before you were born, Right. You've been a Dolphins fan that long. Tell us. We, we have a segment here called the Top Five. Our Top Five is guys that have played on OJ. OJ has a full court basketball court at his house. I don't know if you know that. Gunplay, listen, we need to get you out there, man. I know you oh, said. Yeah, yeah, I, nah, you, I don't know. When's the last time you played Gunplay? Let's see. Oh, man. You can't, it's been a minute. I'm not, it used to be like I riding the bike. I don't want to be on Gunplay <laughs> team. It used to be the I last need to be time on I somebody touched team. the ball. I need to be on some. No, 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 no offense nah, to you, Gunplay. Nah, bro. You want to be on somebody else's squad? I think I I want to be on somebody's squad who work out every day, who run, jog, or ride by. And that's not Gunplay? No, that's not Gunplay. Gunplay hate right, with me. Us. All <laughs> right, so so we won't do the top five basketball players that have been to OJ's court, which is what we typically do, but I want to know as Trick Daddy Dollars, Mr. 305, huge Miami Dolphins fan, who are the five greatest Miami Dolphins, your favorite Miami Dolphins? Doesn't necessarily have to be the five best players, the five guys uh, that are your favorite Miami I, Dolphins I, of all time. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's only, uh, okay. My, gotta go five. Okay. You don't want to go two or three deep? My, my favorite Dolphin of all time is two. Dan Marino. That's two. Dan Marino counts it's as two? One and two. Okay. Okay. All right. Zonka would be number one. Oh, Marino's two. Oh, your he's favorite two. guy. Okay. My favorite Danny's, guy is got Dan. It, got it. All right. But he's number two. So Zonka, the best Dolphin of all time in Trick Daddy's list. Okay. Second best of all time is Dan, but he's your favorite player. Right. Got it. Got to get 2-9. Nine. What 2-9 nine at? I got to imagine 2-9's uh, nine on nine, I'm going to put 2-9 at four. Okay. All right. Sam Madison at four. I'm going to put 2-9 at four. Sold a lot of albums on that jersey. Yeah, I know, but, man. But I'm gonna put two nine at four because I'm just I'm just being real. Okay. Okay. They gonna be mad at me at number three. Two people go there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna break the record. The Mob Brothers. Oh yeah. Okay, that's fair. Those guys can go together. They will. Like you're right. They they won't be happy. 
but it is what it is. And my num my number fifth, my nigga OJ. Yeah, there, <laughs> there it is. Hey, I was I was waiting for that OJ one. Five. We gonna put OJ five. I appreciate that. Those yeah, are I those think are, a, I think those, those, are, those case, are real yeah, dolphins. Those are dolphins. Trick a lot of kids, and he loves OJ McDuffie. I I didn't say Jason Taylor name, and you noticed that. I didn't say Cameron Wait. These guys here played big roles in my life. You know what I'm saying? As on a personal level. That's right. why I picked these guys right here. You can win right. some games with that crew. Yeah. Quite a few right there. Definitely. Quite a few right there. Sam would get mad if I, if I made him share it with Troy Vincent, but we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, Troy's solid, man. Yo, Trick, we can't let you go, man, without uh, talking a little bit about Love and Hip Hop Miami. Um, I know, you know, after season one, you know, I had a lot of drama. What are you, what are you expecting, too? Oh, uh, you know what's the, the, the crazy thing about it is, like, we never know what everybody else is just doing. I, I, I do, I only do stuff with, what was her name? Who? The, the girl, I was, the girl I'm married to. What her name is? Oh my joy! What's Are you really yeah, married, Trick? Yeah, I'm married. I'm still married. I don't think he threw you under the bus. Somebody else got thrown under the bus on that deal. What's her name? Oh man, your wife, man, your wife. Yeah, man. My, my wife, Gunplay, and Trina. If I'm not filming with them, we don't know what's going on with the what's other going group. on. So a lot of people are like, oh, it's fake, it's scripted. No. Oh no. Nah. They, so, they, you tell them your story. They sit you down, and everything is situations. So, do you go back and watch to see <laughs> what everybody is else is situation. doing? Like, what the hell is this? This was crazy. This was crazy. Once we finished shooting, right? Then they start planning. Once they midway of the season, they come and call you in to do the reunion. Mm. Then they have all, and I wonder, like, why they got all these securities? <laughs> oh yeah. And then they give you copies of the remaining seasons. Yeah. Oh, you can't see, see the rest I, until after the reunion. No, no, you see it before you go on stage. Oh, they for hype the you up. And so now everybody be like, "Oh, you said that about me?" <laughs> yeah. Man. Like, I, like last season, I said something about Trina and Don being the biggest hoes on the face <laughs> of the earth, and I never thought she saw it. And she called me community diggling, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> well, we can't wait to watch. Yeah. We really it's can't gonna, wait it's to be watch. Exciting. And one thing about it is, like, what I can say about Love and Hip Hop Miami, and not the not the not the rest of the Love and Hip Hop, but we actually have. Real solid stand-up people, me, Gunplay, Trina, uh, Chaotic, uh, uh, Amada de Negra, fine-ass. Okay, so on that <laughs> note, I want to thank you, Trick, for coming out. It means so much. You've been so yeah. supportive to our work here at the Foundation, and, and, and obviously the feelings mutual from Jason, from myself. I know OJ feels no that doubt, way. No doubt. It's been great. Gunplay, it was awesome so, to have you so, here, man, man in the fish tank. Me, so me. much fun. We got to say a special thank you to, to all of our advertisers that support the show. And speaking of which, we have a gift for the two of you. One of our big supporters is Thunderous Genius Creative House. And we've got these T-shirts here. It's our cream T-shirt, Creativity Rules Everything Around Me, one for oh, each of you guys. We know yeah. y'all live and thrive in the creative place. And uh, anytime you guys want to dive back in, you know, we'd love to have you out here at the fish tank. And thank you guys for, for all that you do. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Hey, thanks, thanks for, for diving me. in. Thanks for diving in, fellas. We appreciate it. What's up? Thank you for listening to the Fire in the Podcast. Thank you so much. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.